0: What is going on guys, it is your boy Dylan at Thunder Chats coming to you with our presenting sponsor betonline.ag. BetOnline continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting contests and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to BetOnline today to become part of the team and remember to use our promo code BLEAV, that is capital letters B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. And welcome in, everybody, to another edition of the Topic Fandom Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Huntzinger, at Thunder Chats. We are part of the B Network, and this podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag. Now that is out of the way, uh, welcome to the Topic Fandom Podcast. I think I said that. I might have said Topic Fandom, I'm not 100% yeah. sure, but... Uh, you said Topic Fandom. Okay, awesome, awesome. So I, we are here to talk all your fandom needs as we play musical chairs with our table. <laughs> wow, that
1: was... That's kind of creepy. That's kind of like creepy, but like freaky. Like, like you gotta just like it's like you're on a moving scale type thing.
2: Yeah. I'm trying to get him to move his legs so I can scoot the table closer, and he just keeps moving the wrong way.
0: Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea has announced her stuff on this podcast. Uh, the, <laughs> the computer that was dead before we started. So. Live
1: live podcasting is such a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, it's, it's amazing. You can't. Well, you guys can't see the video anyways, but Alex can't even see Chelsea. She's literally right behind the yeah. mic.
1: It's Dylan and his wife, the mic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can scoot in the middle now. Well, no, I can't see myself. You can see just fine.
1: <laughs> All right. Well,
0: anyways, introductions out of the way. You know, it's it's me, Dylan. It's Chelsea. It is Alex in the Batmobile. Um, we are going to talk about something that came out this week on Netflix. It has the it has very split opinions online, so we're here to give you our opinions uh, on Avatar The Last Airbender live-action series. Now, kind of prefacing this, uh, Chelsea has seen all of Avatar and Le- most of Legends of Korra multiple times on the Avatar.
1: I've seen,
0: I've seen a lot of Avatar, none of Legends of Korra. And Alex has just watched the first four episodes of Avatar, the cartoon series. Yep. And what we're talking about today is the first two episodes of the series. We haven't watched all of them. I'm aware they're all available, but we all live very busy lives. We have seven kids between the 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 three of us so uh, you know makes things a little bit hard
1: so that makes not- us see- that makes it seem like we've all like this is a, this is like a love tri- triangle we've had like seven kids amongst <laughs> amongst the three of us like this it's not like that
0: <laughs> Alex has four kids me and Chelsea
1: have three kids you know, <laughs> hey hey you know we do talk about House of the Dragon on here you know so I don't want to get shit confused around here you know that's fair that's fair there, there, there ain't no strong boys and then Targaryen boys it's, it's just it's just <laughs> there's Hunzinger's and there's Roig's and that's it
0: singer and Roig, there you go man but yeah, so we're going to talk about the first two episodes we'll cover the next couple, maybe more than two the next time we record but for this episode we will be talking about the first two spoiler alert, we never do spoilers alerts but this is a new source of fandom so yeah. um, anything in Avatar's cartoon, Legends of Korra cartoon, or of course, Avatar, The Last Airbender, live-action Netflix. And we might even talk about no. The Abomination of in <laughs> Um, But yeah, anything from those properties are fair games, even more. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, just opening thoughts. Uh, Chelsea, I'm going to say, um, I, I'm going to go first because I feel like <laughs> you have a lot okay, to say. Go first. Alex has both series very fresh on his mind. I don't have a lot. And I'm just a very positive person. <laughs> oh. So I'll just start off said I really enjoyed the first two episodes. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people talk about how they feel like it's too kiddie, cringy, corny. Like I, I don't get that vibe. Like, I just think it's, you know, it's a, it's a fun show. Um, you know, it is, the cartoon was made with kids in mind, like kids like middle school kind of age in mind and, you know, you're trying to get back to that audience a little bit with the live action and, like, special effects and, you know, diving back into the story. But you're also trying to appeal to another younger audience and the kids. So, I I kind of get that. I think the visual effects are amazing. And, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about that in in this pod. Like, the bending is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out my guys, Appa and Momo, holding it down. They look amazing. They really um, do. And, like, you know, I... I, I like the characters so far like I, I think that there's a lot of people that say that they've tried too hard to match the live action with the cartoon um but i think like for lack of a better term i think they thread the needle on that i think that mm-hmm. you know you can see the correlations between the two but i don't think they feel forced and i think I think all the characters do good job in their spot. So that is my very optimistic, positive mindset. Um, so we'll uh, we'll go to Alex next. Alex, what is your uh, view of the first two episodes so far?
1: I I thought I thought they were great. Again, this is coming from Woo. fresh eyes, um, but I, I thought they were real good. I, I do get the I do understand the whole like this feels very kiddie because honestly. It is meant to be more, you know, TV fourteen type property instead of like being a TV MA type property. Like this is never going to be like word, it,
0: though. huh? They did drop an A word though.
1: They did, they did. Well, I mean, the Fire Nation, you know, they they're the bad guys, so they have to drop curse words a little bit, you know. Um, but and you know, and, and the the sexual tension between was it who's the guy the
2: he and Sokka?
1: Yeah. Between those two, like, if you could feel it, you know, um, but, but yeah, I man, I, I thought it was good, and I thought, look, I, I don't have anything against watching like a, you know, like a, a more, a show more driven towards, you know, teenagers, kids, you know, it was a cartoon in the, at its at its beginning, you know, and so you're not gonna necessarily take a cartoon and turn it into something that's violent, you know, heavily violent or anything like that. Like, it had enough action, it had enough it lot of character Huh?
2: You saw a lot of murder.
1: You a did, you did. <laughs> you, you saw the setup. Yeah, you saw the setup. You saw Gyatsu, you know, kind of get, kind of get taken the entire, you know, South, Southern Air, whatever, Air Nation get taken out. Um, but yeah, you see, you saw enough of that for it to be, for it to set up the, I guess the bad guyness of the Fire Nation and all of this, you know. Um, and I, I enjoyed it, man. I and the thing is, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming to it with fresh eyes, because I not only saw the first two episodes of the live action show, but I also saw the first four episodes of the cartoon. Um, and so they kind of go hand in hand together. There are differences, don't get me wrong, um, but they're similar enough to where they can they one guides the other one. You know, so I watched the four, first four episodes of the cartoon first. You know, I kind of benched it. You know, did real quick because those are like you know twenty minute episodes, twenty five minute episodes, mm-hmm. um, and so I was able to kind of follow along with the show now and be like, okay, I understand what's going on. You know, I get, I get what's going on. So it's it's just it's fun, man. It's just, I mean, I, not not everything has to be like. Oh my God! This is an epic masterpiece, and my life is gonna change from this. Like it can be enjoyable, and it can be, you know, just like, you know, just like the cartoon ones. You know, a lot of times when you watch cartoons, or or now as you're as an adult, you watch cartoons, and you're like, or you remember the cartoons that you used to watch, and you're like, man, if the technology of today can make that into a real life action, you know, movie or TV show. You know, what would it look like? You know, like, like when Transformers first came out, like it was just like, you know, in, in 2007, it was like it was a spectacle to see because you're seeing transformations on the big screen in live action. Like that first transformation of Blackout, that helicopter was like, holy shit, you know, and so it's always good to see those cartoons turn into live action stuff because the technology is caught up nowadays. And I thought that this show was a great representation of that. Have I seen the whole series? No, I have not. Can my opinion change as we go forward? Sure. Um, but the lot, you know, the uh, the special effects, the acting is pretty good. It's not horrible. I mean, you know, you want kids to be cursing all the time? Like it's, this is not high school. You know, these aren't high school teenagers. Like you know, in America, like they're not going to be cursing all the time. So, I don't know. I thought it was good. I've read the opinions of different people online. It's just like y'all are y'all are way too serious y'all are you know way too into this um but i'm very interested to see what you say chelsea because you are as far as this goes the subject level expert when it comes to this so i'm, I'm very interested to see what you say
0: you're also kind of hard to please with this stuff. well
2: like i didn't hate it so i i don't have like that's a start <laughs> negative things to say i am excited to keep watching but the the th- things that i've seen about the coming episodes has me like very cautiously optimistic but also like i'm kind of dreading it mm. i think that giving us the the opening scene where you see the air tribe get air- temple you get you get to see everyone essentially wiped out that was great. I love seeing that because that's not in the cartoon. Um, the scene where Gyatso is um, takes the young Airbenders was very much giving the younglings hiding in Star Wars from Anakin. Yeah, yeah. Order
1: sixty
2: six. Yeah, give me PTSD. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I like seeing all that and seeing Ang. So, into so would birthday. would
1: Ang would Aang be Grogu?
2: Maybe. Ah. Or maybe Angus. Well, anyway, <laughs> I loved. I I liked all of that. That was great. My my biggest and only real complaint is that some of the dialogue is like too on the nose, like too much. And I know they're trying to give us like exact dialogue from mm-hmm. the cartoon, but you don't need to do that you can still like make a reference to it without it being like, especially some of it, it's really just Sokka's lines that don't always land perfectly because he's an extremely animated character mm-hmm. in the cartoon. Um But I think the guy, the kid that plays Aang, he like captures his personality really well. His smile is like to a T like makes you think of the, the cartoon like, it's great. Suki was great. Kiyoshi was great. Iro is great.
1: Perfect. I love Iro. That's, the, that's yeah. the uncle, right? Yeah. Yeah. I
2: was yeah. Sold on the casting for Zuko, or not really him as a person because I've never seen him in anything. But I was afraid that Zuko was going to look a little. It doesn't. It looks a little corny, but I Zuko, like
1: it. I, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I think he's doing a good job. The first two I mean, episodes. Mm
2: -hmm. yeah and and zuko's character is by far the best character in the whole the whole show he has the most character development the most like he's the most fleshed out like villain to like anti-hero yeah yeah because because he's not a perfect good guy even by the end of it all but like
1: I mean, you can see oh, that yeah. character development. You can see like the whole like
2: it's already there, exactly. I'm, yeah,
1: I'm trying to please somebody else who's probably a little bit more evil than me, mm-hmm. and in turn, that's going to turn me into like a anti-hero type character. Yeah.
2: And since you haven't you haven't seen it, I won't I won't spoil what happens. But the storyline with Zuko's dad and his sister Azula and all of Who you
0: also see in episode two,
2: all of that is connected. To, So, it's really, really mind-blowing. So, I just, I hope that it's very well executed. Azula, we didn't really get to see a lot of Azula. I've heard that people say Azula's not, it wasn't the best casting for Azula, but Azula is background mm. crazy, so I don't know that you could really do her justice in live action.
0: I mean, she saw those kids get burnt to a crisp and didn't bat an eye. She so. do not care about nothing.
1: Um, hey, so, yeah, that- I've watched half of episode two, so.
0: Apologies. That doesn't happen. <laughs> Calm down
1: there, you buddy. Calm down that. there.
2: Yeah, yeah. you might not have gotten. But anyways, I mean, overall, I don't hate any of it. I think some of the parts that they left out of episode two, when they go to Kiyoshi Island, mm-hmm. there's a the whole part of Ang with the fish in Oh riding the, yeah
1: riding the tight. I'm the, the so fish. glad they and, like I I, that I didn't anymore. see any I didn't see any uh, penguin seals or whatever the hell he was supposed to ride oh, in uh that was
2: kinda sad actually. <laughs> I have I really would have liked to have seen the penguin seals, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm glad I'm I, I read, you know, before the show came out that they were going to take away a lot of those playful moments of Aang. Mm. Pretty much just to progress the storyline because they're condensing a lot of episodes, no. and and Aang really f's around for a lot, a <laughs> long time. Like he really drags his feet for the entire first season. He I mean,
0: bro it was frozen for forever, man. I mean, yeah. So
1: like, like we got to remember, he's a twelve year old kid. Like I know yeah, exactly. he's been bestowed with this with this power, but at the same, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like you know when Iron Man first found uh, Peter Parker, you know, in in Avengers, like you know, he has all these powers and he's extremely powerful, but he's still a kid, you know, he's still 16 year old, 15 year old kid. And uh, yeah, I, I, I like that, uh, that duality of it where you have a, a being that's very powerful, but they're still a child and they have the mentality of a child at times. Um, and so that kind of plays into it. I, I do like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Speaking of somebody that's watched this with jealousy and, you know, she, there's a glaring omission for what one of the things she doesn't like is she hates that Aang can just fly around without his glider.
2: I really don't even want to talk about it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: She's very upset about it because you see him in the beginning, like in the past, like he's flying around mm-hmm. on his glider, and then no, he's not. Yeah, he is, and in the in the yeah, in the past, he absolutely is. No, he wasn't. He was just hovering around on his little air cloud. No, he had a glider. 100%. Yeah, when, no he, when, he, got, when, he, when
1: he gets knocked off the the boat, right? Or when he when he takes it and tries no, to fly no, off.
0: I'm talking like the very beginning of yeah, episode I'm... one, like in the past.
1: Yeah, he doesn't use the stick.
0: Yes.
2: No, he, he doesn't.
1: He doesn't I, use the glider.
0: I swear. No, no, I use a glider. Swear.
1: no, no, he doesn't use the glider at all.
2: He doesn't have the glider. I'm
0: not, I'm not being gaslit. <laughs> Dylan do doesn't
2: that. know the proper definition of gaslighting, and it's
0: yeah. fine. It's all right. It's all right. I'm only gonna pull move on to the next topic. Okay. Okay. So Chelsea really doesn't like that part, and
2: I just, for one, I feel like it would have been easier to CGI him flying with the glider. Uh-huh. Like the glide would make more sense than the like cgi air cloud floating around him just looks not the best and the glider is like pivotal to him he has it through the entire
1: series thing
2: and then you even see well i don't think you've gotten to that part yet but you see whenever they're going to the other or they're going to the earth what was it called amashu i think is what it's called
1: Okay, When sure. you're going
2: to the next place after Kiyoshi Is that- Island, he sees uh. someone else flying on a glider, and he thinks that it's an airbender. It's not, but the gliders are directly associated with airbenders. It just doesn't make mm. any sense that they would leave that out. Like, he gets so excited, he's like...
0: Tell me this man's not on a glider in the beginning of the show. Okay. That's crazy. That's not what
2: I was talking about. I was talking about when he's jumping
1: around. down, yeah. When he's jumping down His from the ear-tip. thing,
0: nah, yeah, I'm not talking about that. Okay, well,
2: Bro. if he gets the glider, great. He doesn't have the glider yet, and him- no, I'm
0: saying that was in the beginning of episode one, like that was like right after the So data Why
2: story. is he not using I don't it? No, it is see, stupid. That's
0: what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't bother me. I don't see why they don't have it, but at the end of the day, like that, I'm not concerned.
2: No, I mean, it doesn't change the fact, it doesn't change anything, but it is just like. A stupid choice that they made. <laughs> so I mean,
0: interesting choice. Yeah, uh, Alex, do you have anything that kind of uh, you know just picks your nits in this uh, in the first two episodes?
1: Okay, so what is the what is the guy's name again?
0: Which one? Saka.
1: Saka. Saka. Uh-huh. They made him too nice.
2: Yeah, that's like, remember in the last. Yeah, episode you, I remember I, you
1: said that. I remember too too you said like, that. Like, yeah. He's a little he bit like he's a little the, bit like macho, macho, misogynistic. Yeah, you know, and uh, and I didn't see that at all. Like you know, but he's it's was just an like a
2: choice. They said that they were going to make, and that oh, was really okay. upsetting.
1: It is, it is because I mean, it's it's part of the uh, kind of the the tit for tat with his sister sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, being that like you know she's she's the bender and he's the protector, but you know if she ever got mad at him. You know, she could whoop his ass pretty easily, uh, you know, just by bending. Um uh, that and the like how the
2: relationship with Suki is defined by him being that yeah, way.
1: Very and true. Suki
2: is what opens his eyes to the fact that like, I mean he's very sheltered, so he doesn't know any better, but like him meeting Suki and basically being having his butt kicked by Suki. Mm-hmm changes him
1: yeah like he walked he walked in the into window. the temple like he didn't have he didn't get to fight them he just walked into the temple and then they snuck up on um on ang and the girl what's her name
2: oh there's so many
1: car <laughs> right Katara's- katara yeah yeah they snuck up on them whereas in the cartoon i think you know they get into like a little bit of a tussle and he gets beat pretty easily and so yeah, so I, I mean that's my only thing, and then like you know at the, whenever you get introduced to Ang, as far as coming out of the the iceberg, it's not from her getting mad at him and like accidentally water bending and cracking the, the yeah. thing. It's it's just him, you know, coming out. You know, it's just
2: well, she um, she she did it like she waterbended it, didn't she? Or she tried to, and then it like
1: I, I think really they connected. connected. I think it was more like they connected, like bending, yeah, I mean. like you know. So it was, you know, that's another that's another difference. Um, the uncle in the cartoon he feels more like a a drunken, you know, a drunken monkey type thing, <laughs> yeah. and in this one he seems more like the wise sage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, like you know, those are the little differences that we, that you see, and you are like, okay, you know, that they, they've spun a a little bit different of a story um but yeah i mean i I'm, I'm enjoying it
0: yeah i if i was gonna you know pick my nits the pick a knit. yeah the thing that i would say is it feels like and, and you know maybe like i said i haven't watched the cartoon in a while so i don't know how it kind of plays out but it feels like katara hasn't really been fleshed out as much as the other characters at this point of feels like she's mm-hmm. just kind of there as like a supporting character at this point which i know from watching the show she very much is not a supporting well, character a lot
2: of her character development comes when they get to the other water yeah. tribe and she does her training and stuff but yeah they've made her like she's had very few lines like she really mm-hmm. hasn't had a lot to say
0: mm-hmm. or do in the first two episodes. It yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, another thing was whenever, um, so whenever Aang kind of gives himself up to the, the Fire Nation, you know, at the beginning, um, in the cartoon, Katara has to convince her brother, yeah, yeah, to go. And in this one, it's just kind of like, let's well, go. let's go, let's go save him. Okay, let's go, you know, like, yeah, I'm the skyboxing right quick. Yeah.
2: It's part of their just, changing things really for time because they are kids and they dilly dally mm-hmm. and waste so much time dilly dallying in the cartoon it's like let's fiddle fart over here let's go over there and, and then, then they just, uh, uh a lot of it
1: the boat is okay after he comes out of the glacier and mm-hmm. so they just take him by boat instead of him taking it taking them by uh by appa and how, do, how the hell do they know to say yip, yip whenever it's time for them to fly Oppa to try to get him from the fire, you know, from the boat? That's just I guess they heard yeah. Aang do it. Yeah,
2: because oh, okay. he when Oppa first showed up, he's like, Oppa, yip, yip. Oppa <laughs> looks, looks great. Appa great. Momo yeah. looks great. Oppa looks great. Yeah. Momo
1: looks great. Exactly. And that's one of the things, like, whenever you have adaptations from cartoon to live action, like, one of the things with like Mulan is they couldn't do like the little dragon thing because it would just kind of look ridiculous, emotion. yeah, yeah, motion and live action. And this one, Appa looks great, Momo looks great, like, they did a great job with that.
0: It's like Disney, use your heart out, bro.
2: Um, yeah, I think I can't remember a hundred percent, but I think there's a polar bear dog that I can't remember if it's Zuko's polar bear dog or if he eats someone else. A polar bear dog ends up chasing them down at one point, so I'm really excited to see what this polar bear dog looks like, or if they even put the polar bear dog. I
0: have in. seen there's other creatures that do like show up in this yeah. app, so that would be fun to see. I mean all
2: I mean, of the creatures are weird combinations of animals.
1: They can use they can use the uh, the half dead polar bear from from beyond the wall on a uh, Game of Thrones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um kind of talk highlights of the first two episodes. Uh, you know, just like go around one time uh, before we get to the uh, to the last part of our pod where we do our homework. Uh, go ahead, Chelsea.
1: What was your oh, not.
2: I really, really wanted to see Aang on his little airball. <laughs> oh, yeah, his, yeah, yeah. Because that is pivotal.
0: It's literally the opening scene for like the title yeah. in the cartoon.
2: I was kind of annoyed they changed it. It's
0: fine. I mean, hey, you got to see it.
1: And it yes, great? Yes. And it was great. <laughs> no. Yeah. what do you out? Uh, I mean, just just the special effects. Like the special effects are. That's one of the things that, especially in this type of show, can go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know when you start to kind of skim budget when it comes to special effects and things like that. But I think they've done a great job with the with the air bend with with all the all the bending. Uh, they've done a great job with the like like we talked about Appa and Momo. Uh, So just the special effects have been, have been great. Just, I mean, I hope that continues um, because I know those special effects are the things that kind of take the budget from acting to like, you know, completely over. Um, But, you know, I I think it's, I think it's been very natural, very realistic. Um, And so, yeah.
0: So it looks like on the budget, uh, they got about 15 million per episode. And I'd just, I just wager to say that probably about $10 million of that is for specifically Appa, Momo, Bending. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know what? Awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah.
0: I mean, it looks mm-hmm. great. Um, yeah, in, in terms of highlights, like, right out of the gate, man. That opening scene where the Fire Nation's uh, chasing down that Earthbender and, like, mm-hmm. just right from jump setting the tone with, like, what the bend is going to look like. You know, kind of setting up like the whole, you know, bringing it up a level. You know, from like a very like, you know, kid kid centered show to like bringing up a level of like action and stakes and suspense. Yeah, and you know, just seeing like you know what this show could be. You know, if you let it go on, like yeah, that that was an awesome opening scene. I really enjoyed that.
1: I, I will um, say, I will say that I did enjoy also that. They did not. They did not say like, you know, 100 years ago, as they set up the show. Like they just let it kind of like play out. He got trapped in the ice, and then it's not like they flash forward and said, you know, 100 years later. They just let, literally went to, you know, Sakara's village and just let it play out from there. And then eventually, the story kind of plays out that he's been in there for 100 years and so on and so forth. So I, I really enjoyed that. I, I didn't want it to be like. One hundred years ago or like you know, some Star Wars thing where like you tell the whole story, mm-hmm. the backstory on a you know, on a thing, on a tablet monologue oh. thing. Um but yeah, so I enjoyed that. I, I wonder I wonder if somebody who who hasn't seen the cartoon would instantly like recognize the the time jumping.
2: No, Dylan was even was confused. confused. He was like, yeah. Wait, are we in the past? And I'm like, Yes, obviously. What do
1: you mean? <laughs> I mean, didn't you see all the old cars? Like, come on, Dylan.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's usually the telltale sign, right? Yeah. Or the flip phones. Um, Yeah, but no, I mean, I I think the important thing, like, you know, it's going to be hard to make something like this perfect. And whenever Mm -hmm. it comes to adapting something from source material, you know, you have, like, The Lion King, for instance. Like, it was basically, like, a carbon copy from the cartoon to live action, and people were mad about that. You have Game of Thrones. They took liberties, and don't people were mad about, about, about that. So, like,
2: don't
0: talk about it. What if you don't want carbon copy and you don't want liberties? What do you want? It's really hard to thread the needle. So, like, no. I'm just kind of like, you know, I have a general knowledge of the source material, but like, I'm really enjoying just kind of accepting the show for what it is, and yeah. I think that should be, be more a enjoyable clear, experience. <laughs> what there's a
2: difference in taking liberties and completely omitting pivotal storylines <laughs> just to be clear.
0: She's she's projecting about Game of Thrones, guys. Okay.
1: I mean it's hard it, it was hard it was hard to take any liberties because those books aren't done. Yep. So yep. all you could do was take liberties.
0: Come on Chelsea.
2: I don't
0: want to talk about it. Oh, shout out <laughs> Fagon. so Um, but until then, uh, we're gonna take a break, and on the other side of the break, we're gonna get (laughs) to our homework where we did proper fan casting for White Tiger, maybe. Okay, find out. (laughs) And we're back. Nobody did after we're from our sponsors. Um, we are going to get to our homework in which we're fan casting White Tiger. Chelsea, do you remember what the character's name was?
2: Hector Ayala.
1: Okay. Hector Ayala. Uh,
0: Hector Ayala.
1: Well, we found out
0: he was Puerto Rican descent. Uh, we scrambled to come up with a Puerto Rican actor last year, or last last year, last episode, um, and we failed, so we did homework. Uh, Alex, my Puerto Rican brother, did you do your homework? I'm, I'm going to go last. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I
2: don't have anyone
0: either. So, so you got nobody? No. All right, well, I'm going to go with none other than John Ceta of Chicago PD fame. Uh, mm. I'm just kidding. I saw him on <laughs> there. I just, I just had about... to. I only remember what his name is. I don't either. Detective.
1: Um, he's Dawson. Antonio.
0: Dawson. Antonio. Detective Antonio Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's not the part.
1: most, the most Puerto Rican last name ever. Freaking Dawson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. No. My pick is. Of course, I can't... Wow, where did, it ha- where did it go? I think it's... Okay, yeah. His name is Rick Gonzalez, all right? And that name doesn't mean a lot to you, but mm-hmm. if, if you've seen Coach seen Carter, oh, he played Carter. Timo Cruz. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. T- was it Timo?
0: Yeah. If you've seen Arrow, I forgot who he played, but he played somebody in Arrow. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him. He was really good in that. Um, He's about... He's mid-40s now. I think I saw that he was 44.
2: Show me a picture.
0: I mean, he's... He's been in superhero content before. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like he's got real charisma. Like he's got acting chops. Uh, I think that he would be really good for this role.
1: There
0: you go, Timo
2: Cruise. Oh yeah, he was in. Uh... Yeah, he was in Arrow. He was. Really. Uh... <laughs> he was. Uh... What was his name? I
0: don't remember what his freaking name was. I'm gonna find out. Oh yeah, Wild Dog. Oh yeah, Rene Ramirez, Wild yeah, Dog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, he was awesome on Arrow. Um, so yeah, I I, I think uh, that that's my pick.
2: They're in Zucray, and
0: uh, I like that. My Good luck topping that one, Alex.
1: I got a pick. All right, what you got? <laughs> um, so Ramon Rodriguez.
0: Mm, now I gotta look up this guy.
1: Well, so he was the one that was on Transformers Two. Um. And he's on a show now called, oh man, what's it called? Uh, Where he plays a detective. Will Trent. Will Trent. Yep, that's it.
0: Let's see. Yeah. I recognize him, but I don't at the same time. I'm looking. Oh, he's in, oh, well, he was not, he didn't have a pivotal role in Battle Los Angeles, but I saw that he was in that. Denver. I mean hey I mean he looks the part. Oh he's he in looks
1: the part he looks older. I mean I mean not older but like middle age older like you know like 35 Ooh. to
0: 40. He's in Iron Fist. We can we can tie that
1: in. Hey, there we go. He's
0: in the Thunderverse.
1: Was, was he, he really in Iron Fist?
0: Character. Yeah, that's what Chelsea said. Chelsea's oh, secret identities. Come on now. Anything could
2: happen. Okay, I don't like shenanigans.
0: Yeah, no, I mean no, I, I'm I'm partial of my choice, but Chelsea, you've I been don't. presented with two choices. Who do you who you like? I
2: have no preference whatsoever. I'm your
0: husband, Chelsea. Pick me. Okay,
2: thank you. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you twisted my arm. As,
0: as soon as I said that, I was like, "Well, that's not really fair." But
1: listeners, I mean, hey, man, like you could, I mean, you could always like it doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to be Puerto Rican. Like you could go, you could go with.
2: I don't disagree with you, but people really get upset about these types of things these days.
1: Oh, yeah, I know. I get it. There's yeah. not many of us out there, and damn it. You know, <laughs> at least give heart. it to somebody, you know. Yeah. But, like, I mean, the guy who plays uh, Blue Beetle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Cholo. why not? Cholo, yeah.
0: Mariduena. Mariduena.
1: Yeah, Mariduena. Mariduena. So, I mean, um, there's options. Yeah. I love
0: Trevor. As you mentioned last episode, Anthony Ramos, obviously, is already in the Marvel property. I know.
1: Before, they could yeah. just, like, scrap Ironheart completely and not, not ever introduce him.
0: If it happened, that would be a choice to do that. Um, Luis Guzman.
1: He kind of old, man.
0: No, I know, I know. I, I, know. I, I just <laughs> want to point him
2: out. It's just not even...
1: He's, a, he's, he's Puerto Rican Daniel Craig, man.
2: Uh-huh.
0: He cracks me up, man. He's and so he's funny. just like not just I just wanted to bring up Luis Gooseby <laughs> because I think he's funny. <laughs> Terrible. I get it. Um Joaquin Phoenix.
1: Yeah, no. I mean,
2: I'm sticking with Ricky Martin.
0: Just kidding. Okay, I was like,
1: dang.
0: <laughs> I'd rather have John Seda. John Seda? John Seda.
1: John Seda. Right? Okay, yeah, get bad. Man. Just get Bad Bunny.
0: Yeah, hey, not a bad option. Sounds like El is not gonna be green with. Well, I don't like think it so. Green-lit. Nope. Uh, he was awesome and and uh got bullet train, all said knives out.
2: Okay, but here's the thing the person that's playing him has already been casted, we just don't know who it is. So it's it could be not bad, bunny. bad bunny. It could be. I do think Where? I would love to see him in something because he has a lot of personality.
0: That bunny can play a tiger,
1: but. Bad Bunny, and here's the thing about Bad Bunny is like, he could do stunts. Like, that guy loves wrestling, and any opportunity he gets to wrestle, like in Wrestlemania or Royal Rumble or whatever, he does it, and he does a great job. So, as far as stunts go... He's
2: gonna die, so I don't think Bad Bunny would want a role where it's I mean, maybe
1: he doesn't want a role where he has has commitments, like
2: just...
1: I mean, Establish you yourself.
0: Anybody, all the people that die?
2: He did die in bullet train, too.
1: He did? He did, Yep.
0: A lot of people died in bullet Everyone train. Everyone died in Famously. <laughs> yeah. um, so. All right. Well, kind of sticking with the uh, Hispanic um, superheroes.
2: Casting roles.
0: We do have news. Potential news here. Um, and this will be our homework for next week as we kind of react to this. Um, actually, we've already done this a lot, haven't we?
2: we me and you did. I don't think Alex.
0: Did. Yeah, I'd like to hear Alex's take. All right, homework for next week. So, the report from Daniel RPK. Who, if you okay. guys don't know who Daniel RPK is, he is one of like the, he is like the upper echelon of like Marvel scoopers. Like if he says it, it's probably gonna happen. But he reported that Marvel Studios and Sony are reportedly planning on mm-hmm. including Miles Morales in Spider Man Four. Um, I haven't included it. I I sense it at some point in our very deep chat discussion, but it also seems like, you know, we talked about in the last episode, how Sony really wants a multiversal project. Marvel wants a street level project. Marvel also wants to push it out to 2026. Sony wants it in 2025. Mm -hmm. Sounds like they're coming together and they're meeting in the middle. It's Mm going to be a 2025 release, but it is going to be a street level project. So Miles Morales being introduced into Spider-Man 4 I'm just gonna go, going to go going, to go out on a limb. I don't think we're going to get a, spot, uh, a Miles Morales origin story in this movie, but I think we're just going to meet the character.
2: We don't need a Miles Morales origin story at all.
0: Ooh, we've only seen it adapted one time. Yeah, it's but not we like don't, we've seen we his dad die it. as many times as Uncle Ben. We don't need it.
1: I mean, just as long as, as uh, Donald Glover comes back as Prowler. Got to. Got to man.
0: I think number, one, he- that, number one, that
1: is that was such a waste of potential character right there. So you can't, you you have you have an opportunity to go ahead and kind of build that back up, and you know, and and make good on it. Like Donald Glover would be amazing as Prowler.
2: Intention was always definitely to drop that little Easter egg and to re like circle back around to it, especially because the character of Miles exists because of Donald Glover. It doesn't exist without Donald Glover.
1: Yes. It's
2: like based on Donald Glover, you know, like it it, it has to happen. Mm-hmm. It would be an absolute travesty if it didn't happen.
0: I concur. Yeah, and whenever we first saw Donald Glover in uh, Homecoming as Aaron Davis, I didn't really find him intimidating. Um, it wasn't supposed to be, but whenever we saw him in Across the Spider Verse, I found him to be a formidable villain in his uh, in his costume garb. So I'd be excited to see him in there. That'd be really cool to see him because you know Prowler, like he's definitely powerful. Like I mean, he was mopping up Spider Man and in, um, into the Spider Verse, mm-hmm. so, um, Chris Pine Spider Man, um, but definitely a street level character. So Chris Pine plays right into it. Yes, into the Spider Verse, Chris Pine Spider Man that dies. The old, the old Spider Man at the very beginning of
1: the movie. Not Miles Morales. I?
2: Yes, I didn't know it was Chris Pine.
0: We've had this conversation many times. I'm sorry. Anywho, yeah. So Is I mean, really, that's kind of the scoop, Alex. Your reaction to Miles Morales coming into <laughs> the MCU? Do you think too soon? No. What do you think?
1: Bout damn time. <laughs>
0: It's too lucky, not too late.
1: <laughs> About you know, damn time!
0: I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it, and I, I think that there's a possibility that they could tie in the Spider Verse into.
2: I think they definitely will. That's maybe. I think that's why they put Donald Glover in it too.
0: Just to kind of. Yeah. Well, they they. I mean, they connected a lot of Spider Man, like MCU Spider Man anecdotes, into yeah, the Spider Verse.
2: I think. Very intentional. intentional,
0: yeah. I like it. I'm excited as yes. as an avid Spider-Man fan. Like, give me all the Spider content.
1: All the spiders,
0: it? I need them. Uh, except Madame Web, I don't need that. So still
1: haven't seen it. Probably won't see it.
0: We haven't either. We'll probably watch it on a legal website eventually.
1: Eventually, yeah. And that's what it deserves, from what I hear.
0: <laughs>
1: to hate watch it. <laughs> hate watching. <laughs> I hate. I hate watched uh, Morbius. So yeah.
0: We I still have a hate watch
1: that. Uh, it was on Netflix, and I was I was taking a, I was taking a plane ride, so I was like, "Why the hell not?" And I was like, "This sucks."
0: I just don't <laughs> That's even.
1: <why>. The <laughs> only saving grace was Matt Smith. That's yeah. it.
0: Yeah, well, see, my uncle he works for Cinemark. He's like a high ranking like person at Cinemark, and so like we get movie passes all the time, and uh, Chelsea. This is how I actually want to hate-watch it. She wanted to waste our movie passes on <laughs> going <laughs> to hate-watch Madam Web. Like, bro, this is this is valuable. Not only not only do we not have that many left, but we don't get much time we can go to movies in general.
1: Hey, man, Dune. Dune comes out a couple days.
0: Man, yeah, we haven't, seen, we haven't seen episode one. I don't know much. Bro, about it's that. on Netflix! Movie one. It's on Netflix, too?
1: It's about to leave, but yeah, it's on Netflix too. Watch it!
0: We should watch it before it leaves. I've I've seen people say Dune 2 is one of the best movies ever.
1: I've I've heard the same thing.
0: It's wild. They've got a crazy cast. I'll give them that.
1: Nope. See,
2: now, then I'll have to read
0: the books. You don't have to read the books. You can enjoy something for no, what I know, it but is. I
2: will, but I will want to read the books. And I'm still reading A Song of Ice and Fire.
0: Well, you'll be reading that for years.
2: I'm almost done.
1: Yeah, well, you're not book. done. Done. <laughs> and
0: then another book. <laughs> and
2: another book might never come
0: out. You might die before then. I hope he told somebody. Yeah,
1: he's he's old man. He's like, and he's like, he looks unhealthy unhealthy old. So
0: he don't get much exercise. He's just writing writing a book every day. I oh, know. Stuff. Chelsea's said. Now, all right, we're gonna go ahead and end the pod. Um, let us know who you like for the White Tiger actor. Uh, Rick Gonzalez or Ramon Rodriguez or if you have your own choice also Bad Bunny, Bad bad,
1: Bad Bunny
0: Oh yeah, or Bad Bunny yeah, Or let us know if you would uh, have somebody that you would like to see play Miles Morales live action in the Marvel Cinematic Universe As always uh, go ahead and subscribe and anyway, listen to your podcast leave us a five star comment, pause, review, we'd appreciate that and until next time Nerd up
1: yeah. Geek out baby Woo whoop, whoop. You got to say bye.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Topic Fandom Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Our podcast can be found on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. podcast. Find our podcast leaves a five-star rating and positive review, and spread the word if you enjoyed it while we try to grow this thing. Until then, nerd up and geek out.